Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right. Go ahead. The time is now! Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day and another show. Here we are on Monday, May 22nd, 2023. So glad you were here. Hope you had a great weekend and thanks for being here bright and early. Kicking off your morning the right way. We're going to start your week and your day with a whole lot of fun. Coming up, random facts, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, plus the headlines you need to know from around the world. That's all on the way this hour. Next hour, are you a multiple sneeze sneezer? It might mean something. And a little graduation address coming up for you next hour as well. It's being brought to you today by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479 253 one, two, three, four. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays. Cameron Bikandova, who plays Celine Kyle on Gotham, is 24. Alexandra Dowling, Queen Anne on the BBC's Musketeers, is 33 today. Novak Djokovic Novak Djokovic is 36, the Serbian tennis star. Molly Ephraim, that's Mandy Baxter. On the first six seasons of Last Man Standing, 37 today. Apollo Ono, speed skater, 41. Maggie Q, the FBI agent Hannah Wells on Designated Survivor, is 44. Jennifer Goodwin, who plays Snow White on Once Upon a Time, is 45. Allison Eastwood, Clint's daughter, 51. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, supermodel, 53. Johnny Gill from... New edition is 57. Morrissey, 64. Bernie Topin, songwriter, 73. And the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, 81. On this day in history, Jerry Lee Lewis arrived in England to begin his first tour in the UK. That was on this date, 1958, after confirming to the press that he did marry his 13-year-old first cousin. And then the tour was canceled. Uh, On this date, 1966, Bruce Springsteen recorded his first song. That's what you'll get. Uh, la, 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 la. Janet Guthrie became the first female driver to qualify for the Indy 500 on this date in 1977. The original Pac-Man arcade video game was released in Japan on this date in 1980. Mission Impossible, the very first Mission Impossible movie released on this date in 1996. Uh, The fourth Indiana Jones movie, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, was released on this date in 2008. 
And Ariana Grande's concert at the Manchester Arena was bombed on this date in 2017 by an, by an Islamic extremist. Extremist. Why is that so hard to say? Islamic extremists. Lots of vowels. That is a look at your celebrity birthdays in this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Did you know there are 269 steps to the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Or as, isn't it Pisa? Or am I thinking Abiza? Abiza? Abiza. Pisa? Pisa? Leaning Tower of Pisa. That's what we'll call it. 269 steps. One third of all potatoes sold are French fried. Yeah. One third. That's believable. The six official languages of the UN are English, French, Arabic, Chinese, Russian, and Spanish. In case you wanted to know. You can sail all the way around the world at latitude 60 degrees south. So the next time you're looking to do that, just set your compass and away you go. And your final random fact, you know, there is a Starbucks in Mwangdong, South Korea that is five stories tall. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And we are headed to a high today of 77 under mostly sunny skies tonight, partly cloudy and a low around 54. Mostly sunny and 80 tomorrow, a 40% chance of rain in the forecast on Wednesday and a high of 79. Being brought to you today by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Let's, a good, let's get a look now at your headlines from around the world. Kiev has effectively lost control of Bakhmut. Ukraine's top commander in the region says Colonel Sariski said Ukrainian forces clung to a tiny part of the eastern city while Moscow uh, declared victory. The city's capture would mark that only significant success of a months-long Russian offensive that has severely depleted its military. It's the only significant success. But the question of who really won the Battle of Bakhmut, military strategists say, will be decided not by control over the shattered city, but by the next phase of the war. President Zelensky in Ukraine traveled to Japan over the weekend where he met with a group of seven leaders, the G7, and asked for more support. Of course he did. Sorry. A little bit of commentary in there. Uh, your next headline, with a deal looking elusive, investors are seeking protection in case of a debt ceiling debacle. President Biden yesterday took a sharper tone on the nego- negotiations, calling House Republicans' current proposal, quote, unacceptable, and dimming earlier optimism about a deal to avoid a default on U.S. sovereign debt. The debt ceiling standoff has exacerbated fears of another round of stock market pain. And your next headline, Greek voters weighing economic growth against concerns over the rule of law. Prime Minister there is under a cloud. A festering scandal over the surveillance of political friends and foes has deepened concerns about his handling of power in a country still healing from its traumatic debt crisis. Uh, Your next headline, Donald Trump's enduring popularity is giving him an edge in South Carolina. It's the third state in the GOP nominating process following Iowa and New Hampshire. Early polls have Trump leading all possible competitors by solid margins, despite bids from home state candidates like former Governor Nikki Haley. Tim Scott, one of the state's two Republican senators, is also expected to formally announce his presidential bid today if he hasn't already. Yeah. 
And, of course, DeSantis, who's seen as the closest competitor for Trump, is expected to officially announce his entering the race this week as well. And those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. And we are headed to a high today of 77 under mostly sunny skies. Partly cloudy and 54 tonight, mostly sunny and 80 tomorrow. Well, do you sneeze a lot? I know I have been lately with the pollen. Oh, my, 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 the pollen. Well, do you sneeze once or are you a multiple sneezer? The polling site YouGov just did a nationwide poll of more than 5,000 people. Turns out most of us sneeze more than once or are multiple sneezers. Uh, 26% said they only sneeze once. Double sneezing was the most common answer with 38% of the votes. Some of us don't stop there, though. Present company included. 22% said they usually sneeze three times. 3% said four. And 4% said they sneeze five times or more. Well, I can't say that it happens every time. It is extremely rare if I sneeze three or less times. It is pretty common that I would sneeze four, maybe five times. And that runs in the family. A lot of people think uh, when myself or maybe my little brother are sneezing, or maybe my sister, I don't know, or yeah, any of my family, that uh, they are coughing loudly, but they are not. They are sneezing and the last sneeze has to be the loudest because that is when you are getting everything out, right? <laughs> oh, boy. It also asks people what they do if they don't have a tissue to sneeze into. And the top tactic by far is to sneeze into your elbow. 53% of people said the elbow. 27% said sneeze into their hands. And 15% said they just let it loose and sneeze right into the air. Well, you know, sometimes that is the best way to get it out of there. Now, if you're in a tight place... You know, you can't be sneezing on people, right? So you got to use your hands. I don't think I've ever sneezed into a tissue. That's that's too dignified for me, but maybe not for you. If you ever have to sneeze but can't, they say there's one strategy. Stare at a bright light. 28% said staring at a bright light can make them sneeze. Oh, well, why would you want to do that? If you ever have to sneeze but can't, like you have the whole, like, I'm about to sneeze and then it goes away. Look into a bright light. 28%. I do have seen, I've seen this. Yes. You're driving down the road in the morning and the sun's coming in and uh, it catches your eye and, and you start to sneeze. There's something with the light. So if you're finding yourself in that weird place of, I need to sneeze, but I can't, it went away. Stare at a bright light. I, you know, I'm saying, yeah, don't try this at home. But if you really want to, this is what this study says. But if you become blind, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just making sure. Uh, that you know that. Okay, good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this is pretty embarrassing, or it should be for the people involved here. Two people have been banned from Disney World after a fight broke out when two separate families were arguing over a spot to take a photo. Here's two tourists talking about what happened at the park. It's not going to be good. It's crazy. You pay, like, to take your kids to the most magical place in the world, and then they have to stand and watch other people fight over a photo. It's just ridiculous. Paint a bad picture for someone who got no picture. Your kids aren't supposed to think that that happens anywhere, let alone in Disney. (laughs) When they're going to see, like, Mickey Mouse, you shouldn't have adults fighting. Yeah, that's exactly right. They literally were fighting over a spot to take a picture. They're banned from Disney World, and... They'll never see Mickey again. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Happy Monday. We are headed to a high of 77 
Mostly sunny skies out there. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Of course, uh, wow, counting down the days here, the end of the school year, lots of graduations happening as well. And of course, this time of year, I always give my graduation commencement address to our graduates, whether they be from a local high school, homeschool, or college. It is time to heed the advice from a local DJ, you know, because uh, there's sage wisdom here on what to do and what not to do. (laughs) I kid. What I wanted to say to you, graduate, is well done. This is a major milestone in your life, but let me tell you, it is the first of many milestones. And although at the moment this seems monumental and almost a time to catch your breath, well, let me tell you, you are just getting started in what your life can be. And these accomplishments in our life, they show us what we're capable of and that I'm sure through some difficult times, tough times, times you wanted to quit, you stayed the course, you persisted, and you accomplished. And so while it is normal and understandable and advised to take a moment to appreciate what you've been able to accomplish. Take a moment to remember to believe that even when you wanted to quit, it was better to stay the course and look at the payoff now. So commit that to your memory because you will need that as you endeavor to face the challenges that lie ahead in your life. Endeavor as you go from here Not to see what you can get out of life, but with the mindset of what can I provide? What can I do to help someone else? What can I do to add value and contribution wherever I go? Whether it's in college as the next step or if you're going straight into the workforce. The attitude of I'm here to provide more than I get out of the situation. I'm here to be of value and contribution. I'm here to apply myself to the ultimate ability to essentially do my best. If you go about your life from this point with that mindset, I assure you, I promise you, I guarantee you, you will find success along the way. And whether that success is financial, whether it's the success of having a purpose that drives you, whether it's the success of starting a family and raising children, whatever it is, when you endeavor to put in more than you get back, you will always be richly blessed in the situation. So I tell you, graduates of 2023, go out with that mindset and reach for the stars because you just might catch one. Good morning and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You can be seated. You can be seated. You can be seated. Okay, bye. And this hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234. Is your nighttime routine, quote, normal? BuzzFeed 
has asked thousands of people out there. Wasn't Buzz... Is BuzzFeed... Is, is Vice is going under? What about BuzzFeed? Uh... Okay, they are. They are, yeah. Apparently BuzzFeed is still up, but they are closing. Alright, well, that's neither here nor there. Because they have a thread going on where they've asked thousands of people about their nighttime routines. 49% of people say they always take showers or a bath at night. 15% never do. Okay, so half the people. Half people take showers at night. I guess I'm assuming the other half, or hopefully close to it, take showers in the morning. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Took showers at night for a long time. And as basically as an adult, it's like the shower in the morning is what keeps you fresh and awake, but not everybody feels that way. Of course, it depends on what you do. If you're out working outside all day long, you don't really want to go to bed sweaty, right? Sweaty? Sweaty bed? 77% of people always brush their teeth at night. My goodness, what do the other people do? 6% never brush their teeth at night. Okay. 40% do a skincare routine at night. 12% never do. 4% of people write in a journal at night. 80% of people never do. 20% always read a book at night. 42% never do. 78%, listen to this, 78% of people always scroll on their phone at night. You know, research says it's not good for you. Of course, it's hard not to do it if you're used to doing it. 9% never do. 26% always listen to music at night. Hmm. 48% never do. 3% of people always meditate at night. And 81% of people never meditate at night. 61% always sleep with the door closed. 26% leave the door open. Interesting. Okay. And 72% always want to fall asleep before midnight. 28% prefer to hit the hay at midnight or later. All right. Well, where do you rank in the normal category on your sleep routine? Let us know. 870-505-1518. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Seven of the 22 members of the Walton Arts Center Council have resigned from the Walton Arts Center Board of Directors. After careful consideration, they say they are compelled by their consciences to make the decision. The Walton Arts Center stated that they are deeply saddened and disappointed to confirm that the seven board members have resigned, but wish them well. The statements come after, come a week after Northwest Arkansas Equality was reportedly informed by the Walton Arts Center that drag performances where minors are permitted would no longer be allowed in its facilities during Northwest Arkansas Pride Week. And Green Forest Tigers Senior Boys Soccer Team are your 3A state champs. The Tigers defeated Haas Hall Bentonville on Saturday in Conway with a score of 4-1. to one. And the 2023 SEC Baseball Tournament bracket now been released after teams finished up their regular season over the weekend. The Hogs earned the number two seed since Florida won the tiebreaker between the two after both finishing with a 20-10 and 10 conference record and sharing the SEC championship. Arkansas plays Wednesday against the winner of number seven, Tennessee, and number 10, Texas A&M. And those are your headlines. Good morning. And we are headed to a high today around 77, mostly sunny skies out there, partly cloudy and 54 tonight. 80 tomorrow with mostly sunny skies, rain back in the forecast 
on Wednesday. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. They say there's no such thing as bad students, only bad teachers. Is that what they say? I don't know. I'm just reading this story here. The 22-year-old, a 22-year-old recently in Japan wanted to get his truck driver's license. He signed up for driving classes. But he's so bad at driving, he did not pass his test. Instead of sticking with it, figuring out what he did wrong, learning from it, and applying that knowledge, he blamed his driving instructors and decided to threaten them. Well, you know, when you threaten people, that always goes well, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It pretty much never goes well. He sent them a box filled with 1,500 origami cranes. You know, origami, the folded paper. 1,500 paper cranes, huh? Paper cranes are normally a sign of peace in Japan, so it was odd that he chose that, but they knew it was a threat because he sent 15 letters over six months that said things like, quit your job and die. Okay, wow, this guy was very serious, yet still sent origami. When cops arrested him last week, he said he was angry about the school's poor teaching style. When they asked him about the paper cranes, he said he folded them himself because it helps him calm down. A news site in Japan joked that they think it's the first time that origami has ever been used with pure malicious intent. Wow. That's pretty much stranger than fiction, isn't it? Yeah. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.